Aloha. Welcome to the Mr. G Podcast. This is episode number 52. You like how I did the little 52? Today we're going to be talking a little bit of hoops, but it's going to transcend into real life. Um, I am Mr. G, Gregory Brandt, the Mr. G Podcast. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and full episodes are uploaded onto Spotify and YouTube as well. So uh, today, like I said, we're going to be talking a little bit of hoops. We're going to be talking in particular about the Memorial Day miracle and basketball culture. All right. So, for instance, in 2023 and the NBA draft or and the, before that in the draft lottery, the Spurs win the draft lottery and uh, the number one draft pick, the most hyped draft pick in 20 years since LeBron James, probably the most hyped uh, draft pick in team sports, Wimby. Victor Winbin Yamba is watching the draft and you know it, it comes down to a few teams it comes down to Houston Charlotte and San Antonio and then then he finds out Houston isn't the team and he's like yes and then his mom looks at him and, and he's like hey I, I didn't want to go to Houston you know and he Victor Winbin Yamba you know grew up as a San Antonio Spurs fan because he grew up in France and the Spurs uh, had an all-star uh, one of the all-time great players, Tony Parker, who was born and raised in France and uh, has businesses in France and is all la viva la France. And so there's pictures of Victor Wembanyama in a Tony Parker jersey. So he grew up a Spurs fan, but we'll get to that as well. Remind you, Victor Wembanyama is only 19 years old. Victor Wembanyama, you know, he wasn't even alive for the first couple championships of the Spurs, right? Uh, I write about the San Antonio Spurs in my first book, Gonzo Education, and where I was during those championships, too. But um, on this draft day that recently happened last June, uh, or excuse me, the lottery that happened, Victor Wembanyama, like I said, he found out it wasn't Houston, and he's like, yes. And then the next team, it's not Charlotte. And then he found out it was San Antonio, and he was just relieved. He was happy. He's going to the San Antonio Spurs, the premier organization in sports, the highest winning percentage in all of American professional sports over the last 20 years. Known for their great Hall of Fame players like Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, David Robinson, known for their championships, known for going to the finals, known for being a dynasty, knowing for being in there fighting for a championship every year. And uh, that wasn't always the case. There was a time when the Spurs were not the premier team location. They were the, the worst location to go to. They were the Atlanta Hawks. They were the Sacramento Kings. They were the Charlotte Hornets. If you got drafted to the San Diego Spurs, oh, fuck. the Spurs, the Spurs were the laughing stock of the league at one point. And the thing is about basketball more than any other sport, you have to believe that ball does some crazy things on that rim. It'll roll around, it'll bounce up and down, it'll hit the backboard. And, and there's a collective consciousness. Everybody's watching it. And, and if, you're, if you're playing in their home team, everybody in the vicinity of the ball is watching the ball. And they've proven in physics how you can move a bell by not even touching the bell. But if you go an, uh, an inch from the bell every day and you pretend with your mind that you're moving the bell by just going like that every single day, the, the huge bell, like a 2,000 pound bell, and you go to the bell every day, but you don't touch the bell, but you come close to touching it and you feel like you're touching it in your mind, eventually 
that bell is going to start swaying, start swaying. And manifestation is the new hot word in the last couple of years. And there's millions of TikTok videos about manifestation. And the fact is, the key point of manifestation is you have to believe. You have to believe that it's already happened. You have to believe that's true. And so in basketball, unlike any other sport in America, football, there's a new team that wins it every year. You could have the worst record one year, win the championship the next year. Baseball, same thing. You could have a horrible team one year, win the pennant the next year. Basketball, eh, 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 eh. over the last 50 plus years, 70 years, really, there's only been a, a small percentage of teams that have won championships. Because in basketball, for whatever reason, well, the reason I'm explaining now is there's a mental mentality. You have to believe that's already true. And if you're a basement dweller in the NBA, if you're the Sacramento Kings, I know I'm do dogging on the Kings when they finally have a, a good team this year. And still with the Atlanta Hawks, too. They're trying to get out of that mindset. They're trying to manifest, like, we're not losers. We're not the worst teams in the NBA. But the San Antonio Spurs were at that point once. Get, uh, what's another team? Charlotte Hornets, uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Do you, do you, do, you, do we, Are we going to have a Memphis Grizzlies, Charlotte Hornets NBA Finals? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. You know, are, are we going to have a, uh, you know, even uh, Oklahoma City, <laughs> you know, they, they actually uh, made it to the NBA finals. But who else? Like there's there's lots of teams in the league that are just horrible and they've been horrible for years, uh, uh, you know, and though they might get far, they might get to a conference finals or they, they like the Sacramento Kings, but they they'll never make it to the NBA finals. And me saying that they'll never make it to the NBA finals. You'll never see a Sacramento Kings, Atlanta Hawks, NBA finals. And in the last 75 years, those two teams are the most losing teams. Neither of them have won championships. Neither of them have even been to the NBA finals. So those two teams are good examples. And you couldn't picture that Sacramento Kings in, in the NBA finals versus Atlanta Hawks. Like, pfft. That would never happen, you know. But recently, Denver Nuggets won their first championship, and Denver Nuggets could have been considered one of those type of teams. Minnesota Timberwolves is a good example. Do you think the Minnesota Timberwolves are ever going to have a dynasty? Are they ever even going to make it to the conference finals? I remember they made it into the playoffs a few seasons ago, and that was the biggest deal in the world. And they have, like, top first-round draft picks. But are you going to see a Minnesota Timberwolves, Atlanta Hawks NBA Finals? No, you couldn't ever picture it. You can't, couldn't ever manifest it because uh, in basketball, the same teams win the championships. And when you're manifesting something in life, just like in basketball, you need some sort of occurrence to come. And it's something unexpected. It's something surprising. And you could say, oh, well, you draft the number one draft pick. Mm, not good enough. David Robinson was the number one draft pick in 1987. And he had a great career. Uh, he scored 71 points, won the scoring championship, won the multiple MVP awards, season MVP awards. But when it came playoff time, he could never get to the hump. He never barely made it to the conference finals except for his rookie year. In 1995, Olajuwon took him behind the shed and made him his bitch. Plain and simple. The year that David Robinson won MVP, Olajuwon just jiggled and shaked and and, and, and just made him look horrible in a, in a, in a very memorable series. And uh, David Robinson couldn't go over the hump. So they draft number, number another number one draft pick, Tim Duncan. Then they got the Twin Towers, but still not enough. They have Avery Johnson, you know, a great point guard, but, you know, uh, a head coach. I don't, it might have been Phil, uh, Phil Jackson, but I'm not sure, but a head coach in the NBA. 
a prominent figure said, no team will ever win a championship with Avery Johnson as the point guard. Avery Johnson, my mom's favorite player. Shout out AJ. Shout out mom. And uh, but what happened? They they did end up winning a championship, and they did manifest it. Even though everybody said, "Oh, the Spurs will never win a championship." David Robinson, oh, his time is up. He's going to be most remembered for 1995 losing to Akeem Olajuwon. No, no, but they needed something else. They needed an unexpected occurrence. And that's they needed an unexpected hero. And that's where corny Sean Elliott comes in. Sean Elliott, the one-time All-Star, uh, always loved the San Antonio Spurs, loved San Antonio, lived on the northeast side of San Antonio for so many years, from Arizona, actually, but a San Antonio transplant. Loved San Antonio. Out of any Spurs players that I've met the most as a kid growing up, it was probably Sean Elliott. And the reason was because Sean Elliott would be at all the autograph signings. They'd have like free autograph signings at the HEB grocery stores in town and not the star players would come usually just the bench players, but Sean Elliott, for whatever reason would be at every autograph signing. So all the kids in the neighborhoods that would collect basketball cards and uh, the ones that we had autographs like David Robinson autograph was rare, but the Sean Elliott autograph, everybody had that one, you know, then there was a Willie Anderson and Terry Cummings and, you know, if you collected these Spurs autographs, the Sean Elliott one was so common because he's that kind of guy. He's a real nice guy. He had a pet store that he opened in the same neighborhood I lived in. Me and my brother would always go there. And the pet store didn't make money. He lost money on it, but he would like close it down and reopen it. And just because he liked animals and he had a large animal collection. Uh, so he was like the perfect candidate from this. And he's the only one to have ever uh, first one of the first athletes to come back from like kidney surgery like he had. Uh, his brother would give him his kidney and so he had uh, one kidney and uh, he had just come back this was like his first year back and the Spurs like I said at this time they had never made it over this hump and so they had a really good season sometimes they had the best season the best record in the league but they would still lose in the playoffs and and it was just a mentality in all of San Antonio like ah we can never get the championship we can never get to the finals you know if we could just get to the finals maybe we could win you know but they could never get over that hump and like I said, just like in life and basketball, you need something unexpected and it needs to be more unexpected than a draft pick. It needs to be as unexpected as 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 the Memorial Day miracle. And so the Spurs, uh, they were down by like two points and they had to get a basket. And the Portland defense, they were playing uh, game two of the NBA finals in 1999 before the Spurs had ever won a championship, before Wimby was even born. And the Spurs were in the conference finals and they were playing the Portland Trailblazers, who a team that has been there before and were were favored to win the series, even though the Spurs had home court advantage. But the Spurs in the finals, eh, that would never happen. That's like the Timberwolves in the finals, right? Back then, that's what, what the mentality. And so the Spurs were down by two points. And they had like a, a few seconds left. And it's like, oh, man, the Spurs are going to lose game two at home. Here we go again. Spurs are going to lose in the playoffs. Same story. And you know, they pass the ball and there's only a few seconds left. I'm just saying from my memory here. And, uh, and then uh, they pass the ball and, and there's only a few seconds left. The Portland defense is tight. They can't even get a shot off. They can't even get inside the three-point line, right? And then so their last option, they throw up the Sean Elliott in the corner. And similar to the Ray Allen three of the Miami Heat for the San Francisco Spurs in the NBA Finals, but the Memorial Day miracle, Sean Elliott's fading out of bounds with hardly any time on the shot. And hits a, a three-pointer that just like transcends time and space. And time actually paused at that moment that the ball was in the air. 
and the thing <laughs> i'm trying not to get choked up here because that shot <clears throat> just changed everything you, th you talk about the butterfly effect you can break it down to one basket this shot this on memorial day 1999 just changed the whole culture <clears throat> the whole mindset it changed everything like I said, it seems like time stopped in the air as that shot was going in. And and I was watching it at like a big party and like and I could and I'm a I'm a um a dark empath. I can feel other people's energies and vibrations. And the whole city of San Antonio was just watching this shot and 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 just hoping, like, like, why not, why not us? Why not me? Why not the San Antonio? Why not the San Antonio Spurs? And and the shot just like goes in and it just like <clears throat> it changes the whole mindset of everything. And like from that point on, it was just like, 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 fuck it. Why not us? Why not me? Why not San Antonio? And uh, they go on and they win the series handily. You know the 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 momentum changed and the spin the Spurs go on to their first ever NBA Finals, where they meet up with the New York Knicks, the most famous team in basketball. And uh, even then, it's like, hey, we made it here. You know why not? Why not us? Fuck it, why not? You know, you look at uh, Wimby's game two, all right, of the of his uh, of the Las Vegas showcase, all right. He had a horrible game one, and and everybody's like, he's a bust. He's not going to make it. He's he's horrible. He, he's a, you know. And then in game two, he's only playing two games, and he knew that going in. He could have easily had another bad game, or just you know put up eight points, five rebounds. But in game game two, he's like, fuck it. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm breathing. I have arms. <laughs> I, I I have legs. I have arms. Let's do this. Let's fucking show them. And so that shot before the Spurs ever won a championship, like you just knew that something had changed. And and it, it's about um, believing and and manifestation. And when this when the when this when when Sean Elliott hit that fadeaway three pointer. Every single person in San Antonio, it, it went from, oh, we'll never win. We'll make it to the playoffs. We can't ever get that far. You know, we've never been to the finals. It's, you know, what's, we need a bolt of lightning. It's not going to happen, you know. But then the bolt of lightning came in the form of a fadeaway three-point shot. <clears throat> and I swear, I swear, I'm not supposed to swear, but like even in the NBA finals, it's just like, you're playing the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden, the most famous arena in the in the history of basketball and in the in the history of sports. And it's like we made that shot like that was a tough shot. And we, it, it went in. We are winning, you know, and uh, there was no doubt in my mind. Man, I can't believe I'm getting so choked up over the, talking about a basketball game. I had a little bit of cannabis before time. <laughs> Never use cannabis when you're talking about emotional basketball. All right. But seriously, that shot by Sean Elliott, it changed the whole culture. And in sports and basketball and in NBA basketball, if you have a culture like the Minnesota Timberwolves or the Atlanta Hawks, and you can never picture them in the NBA finals. And the Spurs were like that. And the way it transcends to real life is 
when you want to manifest something, when you want something to come into your life, you have to believe it to be true. All right, the play. The Memorial Day Miracle is a game-winning three-point field goal by Sean Elliott in Game 2 of the 1999 Western Conference Finals between the Portland Trailblazers and the San Antonio Spurs in the Alamo Dome on May 31st, 1999. Side note, I was watching this game at somebody's house, this jerk, JR, and he ordered pizza. And when he started, the pizza came, it was Little Caesars, and he started handing out the pizza, and I was polite. I was like, can I have a slice? He's like, yeah, you got a dollar, and nobody else had to pay, but for me, he had he charged a dollar, and I was like, no, I don't have a dollar, and he's like, can't have a slice, you know, and then so I had to sit there hungry while everybody ate pizza, and then I was just like uh, thinking, man, if any time I ever get pizza, I'm giving it out to some fucking people. You can either be the hero or the villain in life, so I take that moment as a learning lesson, like. And anytime I've had pizza, like you've, I've given pizza to bus drivers. I've given pizza to homeless people. If I have pizza, guess what? We're giving, we're giving pizza out. You want some pizza? You want some pizza? Who wants pizza? Huh? Cause that day I did not get some pizza. That's where you either become the hero or the villain. You either want to, you know, push with that pain that you felt on others, or you don't want others to feel that pain that you felt. And I'm the latter. So I'm the good guy. I'm Batman. All right, so <laughs> the Memorial Day Miracle. This is a podcast for the ages, huh? Uh, it happened in that day that I didn't get pizza. I think I got some uh, crust at the end. But uh, Damon Stoudemire, the Trailblazers, just fouled out with 12 seconds left in the fourth quarter, and the lead was 85-83. The Spurs called a timeout. They advanced the ball to half court. Elliott caught the inbounds near the sideline. He stayed on his toes while turning to shoot a three-pointer, careful not to set his heels down out of bounds, which would cause the turnover. Rasheed Wallace was running at him, trying to block the shot. Elliott arched the ball over Wallace's outstretched hand and into the basket with nine seconds left to give the Spurs a lead. The game was broadcast on NBC as part of an NBC branding. Ellie will throw it in. Into Sean Elliott, he fires a three. He hits it. The miracle designation relates to the combination of circumstances involved. Number one, as revealed after the Spurs championship run, Elliot had been playing with focal segmental glossomontsorias, which would require a kidney transplant. He would likely have not been involved in the game if he had gone through with the transplant during the season. The Spurs trailed by 18 early in the third quarter and not led prior to Elliot's shot. So Sean Elliott knew that he was going to have to have a kidney transplant. And that's that's the most serious thing. He ended up get, having to get a kidney from his brother. But imagine that. <clears throat> As he's fading out of bounds, trying not to put his heels down because that would have a turnover. He's like, shoot. <laughs> he's shooting this shot. That's what I'm saying in life. You just have to, you have to just not give a fuck. Just be like, I'm here. I'm breathing. Why not? You know, like, why not? And if you want to manifest something that's, 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 that seems so far-fetched and, and like a shot like that, then, you know, you just have to, um, you know, a lot of times in life when you want change, change will happen um, from unexpected circumstances 
And the same with manifestation. If you want to manifest something, a lot of times it has to come. You have to change the beliefs that you already had. With the San Antonio Spurs, they had to change the belief that they were losers, that they were bottom dwellers. That And, uh, and the smallest thing in life, a single basket, you know, can lead to a dynasty. And you talk about the butterfly effect. What if that shot didn't go in? What if the Spurs didn't? They lose the game. They lose the series. You know, the Spurs are still today. They don't, they, they don't go to win all those championships. And guess what? They don't draft Wimby as the number one pick either. It just changes the whole course of history. And, um, you know, the Spurs actually trailed by 18 early in the third quarter of that game. Um Portland uh, aftermath. The Spurs won the next two games in Portland and four games to win their first ever conference title. Uh, in the 1999 NBA Finals, they beat the New York Knicks in five games to win their first NBA title. The Spurs would compete in the Western Conference Finals in nine out of the next 18 years and make it to the NBA Finals five more times, winning all but once to spark a dynasty. So, uh, you know, like I said, that shot, um, it really changed the uh, the course of history and, and not just the Spurs history and also uh, everybody's history as well. And, you you know, a butterfly effect, that's a butterfly flaps its wings in the Indian Ocean and it leads to a series of events which causes a hurricane in the Pacific Ocean. And uh, they've proven that to be accurate. Um, and 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 I think this is a good example. If that shot doesn't go in, if his heels hit the ground, and if the Spurs lose, you know they don't go on to uh, have a dynasty. I remember this was in the Alamo Dome, but uh, they had a a public referendum on a new stadium right after they won the championship, and the reason it barely passed, and that's why the SBC Center was built. But the only reason it did pass was because the Spurs had won the championship the previous year. That was the very first time I voted. It was for the Spurs' new SBC arena. And, you know, they went on to win, you know, four other championships and make it to five other NBA finals over the next, uh, you know, 10, 15 years. And now with drafting of the number one draft pick of all time, uh, God willing, uh, he will probably be another 20 years of uh, championships and NBA finals. And like I said, it all comes down to that shot. If that shot doesn't go in, then the Spurs don't win. And the, the momentum changes and everything changes. This, the Portland was you know favored to win that series. And they probably would have won that series if he did not make that shot. So that's why it's the Memorial Day miracle. And, you know, in life as well, uh, you know, in, 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 in fiction and nonfiction, you have a hero a protagonist and at the beginning of the story he's he or she is trying to accomplish a goal and many times during the course of that goal uh, an unexpected occurrence happens that either propels you to accomplish the goal or propels you to learn something that you didn't know about yourself at the start of the journey and this is an example of the unexpected hero sean elliott uh you know, he loved San Antonio so much. He was drafted by the Spurs. He played for the Spurs for a few years. Then he was traded to Detroit for Dennis Rodman, of all people. And then Dennis Rodman played on the Spurs for a few seasons. That was a crazy uh, pairing, David Robinson and Dennis. I mean, excuse me, Dennis Rodman and David Robinson. That was night and day. Uh, you know, Dennis Rodman, the uh, 
notorious uh, self-proclaimed bad boy and David Robinson, probably the most uh, one of the most honest uh, God fearing Christian basketball players of all time. He didn't attend the autograph sessions like Sean Elliott, though. A David Robinson autograph was rare. But um, but yeah, uh, so uh, growing up in San Antonio as a Spurs fan, uh, me and my twin brother, we didn't have toys growing up. We didn't have much excitement in our house. So we would play basketball and we would watch all every Spurs game. And we were the biggest Spurs fans. And like I said, when they had like uh, autograph sessions or little uh, basketball sessions free for the kids, we would always go there and uh, collect autographs of the Spurs players. And this was before they ever won any championships. And to see uh, them have so much success and to ha draft such high quality players uh is uh is a great thing i wouldn't be a basketball fan now if i hadn't grown up in san antonio and been cheering for the san antonio spurs my whole life so uh, i do like the texas longhorns i graduated from the university of texas in austin so i do cheer for the texas longhorns they open the season the college football season at alabama so that's the game everybody's gonna be watching and uh from here in Honolulu, interesting podcast today. Very, I got very emotional over basketball. But um, from here in 